ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite <laughs> others to live it. That was Father's... Um, NPR voice. NPR I voice. thought you sounded rather subdued as well. It was... I was trying... Okay. Yeah. All right. I didn't realize that's how I said it. <laughs> um, we do have a, t- a topic for the day as we do every episode of Ignition. But before that... Before that... If Prior you've listened to. to the show before, we want to remind you, if you've never listened to Ignition before, we want to inform you that we love feedback. We love it. We love listener feedback. Um, so if you've got comments, questions, even complaints about today's episode, disagreements even, uh, if you've got ideas for future episodes, topics that you would like us to discuss, such as, that's that's how we have top, the topic for today. It came from a listener who gave his feedback. Uh, an idea for a future episode. Um, if you've got ideas for your episodes, con- questions about today's episode, please contact us. You could contact us by using our email address, which is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Pretty straightforward. You could also tweet at us using the Twitter handle at sfdiocese and anoint it with the hashtag ignition. Father's on this anointing, Twitter anointing kick. I'm trying to... Can't think of a liturgical reason why, like like the church. Uh, anyway, <sighs> Father, uh, I, you know, I'm gonna. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna test. I'm oh. gonna test you. Okay. And, and, and you're testing me, but you don't know it yet. <laughs> so at this part of the show, just in case you've never listened to Ignition, we like to talk just briefly about who we are. Better. No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. No, yeah. yeah, so he... Yeah, so he, Father Dickinson, is a priest of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Uh, he is the pastor at the uh, uh, parish of St. Paul's in White, South Dakota. Uh, a par- what, what is it? See, I'm, I can't, this I can't remember, so you have to remind me. I love... You're, you're, a, you're a mission with a mission. Yes. Uh, uh, St. Paul's. St. Paul's is a mission parish, and it's got a mission. Yeah. Uh, he is also the chaplain... And, uh, well, chaplain of the Pius XII Newman Center at South Dakota State in Brookings, South Dakota. I, I, and I don't have the go, go, go thing. GBGBGJ? Yeah, that thing. Go big, go blue, go jacks. Go jacks, yeah. I don't have that down. But I got that right. And, and you don't normally say this, but I'll add it. Uh, he, Father Dickinson hails from um, Yankton, South Dakota. The, not Queen City. What is it? The mother city the of mother the Dakotas. City, the mother city Very of important, the mother city of the Dakotas. Doesn't Sioux Falls try to call itself the queen city? Yeah, I I've never, I've never heard of that nickname until someone like designed a flag. Yeah, and I, don't, I haven't figured out what, it, but there are older businesses around that like the queen city baking and mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so that that's him. That's me. And across from me is Dr. Chris Bergwald. He is the... Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization. Are you reading it right <laughs> now? What? You didn't tell me this was. You didn't say this was closed notes. <laughs> he's the director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization for the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and he's been in that position for about fifteen years now. Almost fourteen. Fourteen years, and more importantly, for seventeen years now, he's been married nice. to his wife Jermaine. Very good. And he, uh, with her, uh, has five lovely children. Very good. 
Good job. We should do that. Not every time, but every now and then we should. Pop quiz, hot <laughs> chat. I was pretty sure I was going to get an Office of Adult Discipleship Evangelization, but I'm just like. You want to be patient. Uh, I appreciate that. I'm going to go to SFCatholic.org. I love you. Uh, so, so as, as I mentioned at the beginning, Ignition is a, is a broadcast for the new evangelization. Hopefully we can equip you a little bit to share the good news of Jesus Christ with those around you. Um, and that actually ties in perfectly. Thank you, Lord. That was not planned as a segue, but it worked out brilliantly, I have to say. Brilliant. Uh, with, with today's topic, which I mentioned earlier is, is, uh, at the request of one of our listeners, uh, seminarian Mike Kapperman. So, Mike, this one's for you. Now you have to sing. We should do a musical episode sometime. <laughs> well, I tried to figure out like, if there was a specific song reference in there, but there wasn't. No, no. Instead, it was just like the DJ. Exactly. Okay. I was like, am I supposed to be singing like a Budweiser thing? I don't know. No. Okay. Um Mike had emailed uh, in response to our invitation to, for ideas for future episodes, uh, actually a few months back with a number of questions, one of which was the following. What can a person do to encourage evangelization in their parish? What can someone do to encourage evangelization in their parish? And so this being a fitting time, as we're about to celebrate the great solemnity of Christmas, uh, the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, this really is a fitting time to talk about um, uh, that question about how we can uh, share the faith, share the good news of Jesus Christ with others uh, who we know, who we love, who we are in contact with. Uh, particularly, uh, to, to Mike's question, particularly what can we do to encourage evangelization in our parish? Father Dickinson has his hand up. Go, Father. Straight elbow arm raised. Yes, sir. Have them listen to Ignition. Oh, <laughs> there you go, Mike. There now, you go. Now we're well, that wraps to, up this episode of Ignition. Well, no, we're, oh. we're, we're going to do what we do best, which is now mindless banter. Oh, so the now we have 20 20 minutes. One, 21 minutes of smooth of, jazz. Girl from Empanina, you know that song? I do. It's classic elevator music. It is, totally. I think it's been yeah. on commercials and stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah. And and many movies. Yep. Yep. It's yep. elevator music. We're not going to give you elevator music. And we're going to give you more than just listen to Ignition as an answer to the question. Oh, you should. <laughs> you should. Or probably some other podcasts and Man, radio shows that are much more worthy. Uh, uh, there are definitely, there yes. are definitely podcasts that are more worthy than our meager efforts. And yet, with what can the Lord do with our two small fish and five few loaves? I'm just trying to be the donkey that Jesus rides in on. There we go. Amen. Some people might use another word for me than donkey, but... This is a family show, so we won't get into that. Uh, Father, what else? What, what, let's answer my question. What can someone do to encourage evangelization in their parish uh, in addition to listening to this fine production? Of Become Ignition? a saint. Amen. And that wraps up this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's two things. What? <laughs> now we have 19 minutes of smooth jazz. Um, so... Listen to ignition and become a saint. Become a saint, right? So, it, uh, by by becoming a saint, you're seeking to grow in uh, your practices of faith, uh, your prayer life, your knowledge and study of the faith, and just all very important things. Yeah, they they are, and we we actually to be um, talking about ignition as we were earlier, humbly a few years ago, actually episode one twenty one. 
That's a long time ago. Uh, this is episode 293. So just well, to give you an idea, it was a, I think it was about four years ago. Uh, Father and I talked about the seven habits of highly holy Catholics. So uh, some specific uh, ideas. We broke down sort of the practices of living your faith, growing in your faith into seven different habits. And we talked about that then. So we would that, that would be one specific episode we might recommend. But there are many more things that we'll talk about today as well mm-hmm. to answer this question. So, uh, Father... Um, what else, in addition to listening to episode 121, Becoming a Saint, and just listening to Ignition in general, might somebody do to encourage evangelization? Well, the way I just on that personal side of things, and with uh, since we're here now just a few days, uh, the broadcast of this just a few days before Christmas, is pray for people that have fallen away. Yep. Uh, I think I'm allowed to say what I habitually give out as penance in confession. Okay. I don't think that's any violation. I don't think so. And, uh, but during the Christmas season or during the Advent season and during the season of Lent, I like to give as penance, having people pray for people that come to mass at Christmas and Easter, but normally don't go to the sacraments. Oh, right. Yep. And so I pray five Hail Marys or whatever, and pray it for people who come to Christmas or Easter mass who normally don't use the sacraments that they come back to confession and mass. Uh, you pray for people, you know, pray for people you don't know, whatever you want, but just pray. That's beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> so praying for what we often refer to as the fallen away, those who are inactive. Yeah, pray for that person much. who's going to take up your seat on Christmas night and really make you mad. <laughs> You're never here. Why are you in this seat right now? That's why you got to get there two hours early. <sighs> yeah, the um, I, I had a priest, uh, Father Joel Holshauser, when I was at St. Mary's in Aberdeen. He was the pastor. I was the associate. I think for the parish uh, bazaar, he actually auctioned off uh, your prefer your preferred pew at your preferred Christmas mass. Nice. And so at each of the Christmas masses, you could auction off for you have, and you get your choice of pew. And it could be any pew. You could choose the last pew or the first pew, but we would reserve it for you at that That's Christmas awesome. mass. You could just That's waltz right in. And I think you also got a preferred uh, parking spot Ooh. for that mass as well. Wow. Yeah. And so. That, that that could, in some parishes at least, I don't know about St. Mary's in Aberdeen, but in some parishes, that could probably could raise big bucks. Yeah, he, uh, Father Joe Holshauser is very wise on, yes. on these sorts of matters. <laughs> Good for you, Father Joe. Successful pastor in that way. <laughs> Amen. Does this broadcast out in Pierre? Uh, uh, well, they can certainly listen to, to it an online, online okay. by podcast. I just wonder if Father Holshauser ever listens to this and whether he'll hear this. I don't know. Maybe we should share this. So, Father Joe, if you're listening to this... I'll buy you a meal next time you're in Brookings. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> but no one else tell him that. No no, no, no spoilers. Let's see if he finds it for himself. Does, does, but what if somebody told him to listen to this episode? Does that does that ruin your... No, no. They could tell him to listen to the episode. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, because, I mean, right now we're 10 minutes into the episode, and if he's still listening at this point, <laughs> then I'd probably have to get, like buy him dessert as well. And so if you're listening to the radio and you stumbled across this episode, this is an episode of Ignition, uh, broadcast for the new evangelization. I'm Chris Bergwald, Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. And I'm Father Andrew Dickinson. I'm the director of the Pope Pius XII Newman Center at SDSU, as well as the pastor of St. Paul's in White. And we are answering the question, what can a person do to encourage evangelization in their parish? If you've got questions about this episode, or if you've got topics you'd like us to address, you can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, or tweet at us. Uh, Use the Twitter handle at sfdiocese with the hashtag ignition. So... um, we jokingly said, but there's some truth to it, hopefully, uh, to to promote and encourage evangelization in your parish. Uh, listen to and recommend Ignition to your family and friends. Become a saint. 
grow in your faith through prayer, practice of the faith, and study. Um, and, and we were just talking about just before, uh, just a moment ago, talking about the importance of, of praying for those who are fallen away. And then I, I think the next point, Father, um, sort of continues the idea of growing in holiness. The, the, the holier you become as, as, as you're growing in your faith, uh, you start by your life to bear witness to your faith. Um, people will, uh, I, I've seen this in other people, um, and, and I'll, I'll just say that people have said it to me as well, but people start to notice a difference in you as you continually to grow and live out your faith. So bear witness to your faith in your life. And there's a certain sense where you get this idea where you start to enflesh like the good news of salvation and you become all the more aware too in your own life of the bad news of sin. Right. And that just it becomes, people start to see that in you and see that dynamic at play in you. Yep. 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 So there is a reality. Just recently, uh, uh, a member of our diocese, uh, a friend of mine was telling me how a couple approached her and her husband after mass and said, basically... Hmm. I don't know what it is that you've got, but what it literally said, we want what you have. Yeah. Uh, and this is that this woman doesn't she neither she nor her husband have theology degrees, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but they've they, for for years and years now they've been seeking to grow in their faith and living it out, and it's bearing fruit. And this is just one of those ways. One of those ways, and and that's a good. Uh, you might think of that as like passive advertising, if you will, or passive sure. outreach, yep. and that is just you're not deliberately asking or targeting you're just trying to be who you're supposed to be yep and there's a great quote from saint catherine of siena do you know this one i don't think so be who you are meant to be by god and you will set, set the, the world, world on, on fire, fire. amen yeah. saint catherine yep. what else so Which ties what else? back to our lord where he says i came to start a fire in hawaii i wish it were already burning yeah. gospel of luke amen chapter uh, yeah, yeah I, I know that chapter well yeah it's a good chapter now, we also need to directly reach out to people, not just to passively outreach, but to directly outreach them. Just just a simple invitation. Right, right. Uh, I'm, I've become very convinced that the charism of St. Andrew the Apostle is that he would just simply made introductions. Mm-hmm. He just made connections. Right. Right. Oh, hey, yeah. So, like, Simon Peter, yeah, like, you should check out this Jesus guy. Right. <laughs> so, um, oh, okay, I'll go check it out. Quick, quick kind of tangent that relates. Sure. Uh, Ignition was previously known by another name. Do you remember what our other name was, Father? Prairie Rome Companion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We were worried about uh, being sued. (laughs) Yeah, so we stopped using it. But Prairie Rome Companion itself was proposed uh, by by, uh, an online Catholic acquaintance of mine. If you're online, you've probably come across the Kurt Jester, Jeff Miller. Um, And Jeff, on the Feast of St. Andrew, your your feast day, uh, tweeted... St. Andrew's first miracle, Father. Do you know what St. Andrew's first miracle was? No. He brought a family member to Jesus. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> typically, listeners, it's very hard to talk about your faith to family members. Like, if you've had a conversion and faith becomes really important to you and it wasn't important to your family, it's typically hard to bridge that gap with your family. Right. But St. Andrew did it pretty quickly. Yeah. He brought say, he brought his brother Simon but my, to but, Jesus. But, but notice how he did it, though, too. He just made a simple invitation. Right. Hey, you should check this out. Yep. And that's all we have. I and mean, we don't know whether we had to conjole him. Right, or like, right. I'll wash your nets or something <laughs> yeah. like that. If you just if you just come with me and meet the, I'll scrape the barnacles off your boat. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're fishermen. Yeah, that's what I'm making. Yes. Right. Okay. Fisher yeah. references. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so passively advertising, if you will, but also the direct ask or invitation. And I had a focus missionary who was great at this. Uh, and he's, my, most of my focus missionaries are very good at this, but this one, he was just really good. It wasn't about hoopla or pizzazz. I mean, you'd look at him like personality wise, you wouldn't think he's incredibly like, charismatic or outgoing, but he would just go to some like, Hey, when's the last time you got to mass? Right. And he would just say it. Instead of like, oh, well, I'm just kind of like going to dance around the issue. And it's really challenging for me in that way mm. just to uh, be a little more willing to uh, to make that invitation right. and not be so concerned about how I make it. And so you, it could be as simple as maybe you're going to confession one Saturday afternoon, inviting a family member. Yeah. Hey, inviting a friend. You want to go with me? Family, you want to go with me? Are there confessions during your lunch hour? Right. right. Hey, I'm going to go to confession. Want to do that and then grab some wings? Right. Yeah. Or, or related, you know, inviting somebody to, you want to go to mass with me. And they may not be, you know, we talked about praying for fallen away. This might be a similarly active Catholic, but make the invitation. I think, well, speaking for myself, I have been just as reluctant and hesitant to invite the active practicing Catholics to go to mass with me or go to fish with me as I would be with the fallen away. And which is, I mean, how much easier is it than that? Yeah. And we're getting a little introspective here. Uh, but it's amazing, like as a priest or as a church professional, how hard it is yeah. to just make those simple personal yeah. invitations. Yeah. And so listeners, be better than us. Yeah, amen. <laughs> right, be better it's than so us. If you really want to have like a more vibrant parish, you have to be that person who's making those invitations, inviting your fellow parishioners uh, to the faith, to opportunities of education and growth and spiritual life and retreats and the like. Yep. You have to be that one because we can't. Right, we can't. We're we incapable. don't. We don't live your. We can and should be doing it in our own right. lives, but we can't live your life. We can't. We can't. Okay. Sorry. Um, along those lines, Father, I think uh, mm. reaching yeah. out, inviting others, and so on. That means that we should be prepared to speak about our faith when the Spirit prompts us to. So this ties into a couple of things we've said already. The Spirit prompts us to hear the Spirit. We have to be talking with Him regularly. So active prayer life so that we're docile to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Um, so that so that when He speaks, when He nudges, when He whispers, we hear, we perceive, and we move uh, with Him. But then to speak about our faith, we have to know something about it. So our, the, the importance of studying. Uh, Bishop Barron, I know in, when he's asked, you know, how do you become an a, effective apologist of evangelist? What, do I, what can I do as a layman? Uh, his answer is, read, 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 read. Uh, the importance of that's not his only answer. But he what about listen to ignition? Well, he, well, he, that's I, I don't know. I, he, he's not always right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, but the importance of, of growing intellectually in your faith, especially as our faith becomes more and more countercultural, people uh, don't. <clears throat> Don't assume that people know the truth the way that maybe it was true in the past. Correct. And uh, and what well, even in the past it wasn't necessarily right. better known. Right. And so just well, there wasn't some golden past back there. So so to be ready to respond to a question. Correct. And also sometimes your response to the question isn't always knowledge. Right. Sometimes your response to the question is, Oh, that's a good question. I don't have an answer to that. Can I look that up and get back to you? Right. Right? Right. There's not a time limit on these things. Uh, if you honestly don't know, it's okay. Don't be so. I guess what I'm saying is, don't be worried about putting yourself into the situation where people are going to ask you questions. That that means you now have to know it all. Right. I don't know it all. Yep. Do you know it all? Nope. I rarely have a ready-made answer, and oftentimes, like the depth of an answer that people want is a lot less than I think I have to give them. Right. I'm kind of famous for giving five-dollar answers to fifty-cent questions. <laughs> 
There we go. I don't know if I'm famous, but I, I, I say that about myself. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I think too, sometimes, and this can be a little bit harder. Sometimes though, the spirit will prompt us to speak, uh, when there's not a question that's asked, but where he moves us to say something to somebody, maybe, maybe it's somebody who's struggling, needs to be encouraged and we have to speak up without them asking a question. Maybe it's somebody who's struggling a different way, going down the wrong path, making poor choices. And we're prompted by the spirit to speak into that with truth and love. Right. And I think there it's important to remember that, uh, in those moments, don't worry about success. Just worry about faithfulness to God. Right, right. And also don't worry about pleasing your fellow man. Worry about pleasing God. Yep. So don't worry about success. So you might get in that situation where you feel like the Lord wants you to say something. Oh, this person's wearing an obscene shirt in a public place. I want to say something to them. Um, or, uh, you know, I, I start to see this person at the supermarket all the time. And I know that they are Catholic, but they rarely go to church. I should invite them with me. And so you start in either of these situations or many other ones, you start to worry about finding the perfect way to say it. Right. Just say it. Yep. And that's that previous focus missionary of mine who I was talking about how we, uh, he wasn't always the most eloquent. He just said it. Yep. You know, and it's just kind of the percentage game. You know, the, the more times you get at bat, the more likely you are to hit, get a hit. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So just take a swing. Yep. In that regard. That's Metaphorically where, speaking. Uh, was it this episode or last episode? I think maybe last episode you referenced G.K. Chesterton. Yes. He talked about he, one of his sayings, which is a little bit uh, counterintuitive, that... Uh, I, people have had conversions because of this saying. Uh, the well, I'm, I'm going to flip it around, actually. Um, oh. The well, well, I kept right now. I don't know how it goes properly. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly. Well, exactly. Yeah. Right. Another way to put it that I think, too, is um, the perfect is the enemy of the good. Right. Uh, because if I'm striving to be perfect, I'll never be there, and so I'll never act. Correct. And so it's better to do it badly than not to do it at all. Exactly. Yep. Right. It's better yep. now. It's better to do it well than to do it badly. But it's better to do it badly than not, not to do at it all. at all. Yep. The asthmatic doesn't wait until they can breathe perfect perfectly before they draw breath. Exactly. Right. They're going to draw breath badly just so they can draw breath. Amen. Well, you said there have been conversions because of that saying. But I, I've used that saying in homilies, and yeah. like people like came back to the practice of their faith because of that. Wow! Because they're like, oh, I, mean, I, I should get back in my faith, but I don't know quite know how to do it or to do what. And then like that phrase has been like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, what else might we say, Father? Uh, so I said about uh, worrying about results. We also have to worry about like pleasing God rather than pleasing yeah. men. And so sometimes we, this is kind of on the results side. Oh, what if I say it in a way that makes them angry? Mm-hmm. Well, you can't help that. You can't control how other people think about you. Right. That's one of the most important lessons of our adult life is we can't worry about what other people will think about us because we can't control that. Yep. I can't control other people. Yep. And so if I need to say it, I need to say it. Yep. And just say it. Now, don't deliberately try to be a jerk. Yep. But say it. Amen. Um, oh, and then just this kind of reveals this idea, uh, uh, this speaking out, whether in response to or uh, the promptings of the Spirit to share with someone in, in a need is going to force on us that need for us to be living that life of of integrity. Right. Right, that we have to be leave, living a life of integrity in that way, um, that we can't be have things that we're not dealing with. It's right. okay to have sins and faults and failings, but be dealing with them in confession and prayer and accountability and other things. Right, right. Accountability actually doesn't come up to our next point. So just to recap, yeah. um, we're talking about how to encourage evangelization in your parish. Uh, listen to ignition, become a saint, practice your faith, pray, 
grow in your knowledge of the faith through your study and so on. Uh, Speak about it. Bear witness to it by your life, but also by your words. Um, Invite people. uh, Maybe respond to a question that they're asked. Maybe you're prompted to share, as we were just saying. Uh, But part of that, too, Father, I mentioned accountability. Um, Seek out a a community of like-minded parishioners. Again, we're talking about encouraging evangelization in your parish. Find those people in your parish uh, who have a similar desire to you to grow in your faith and to share it with others. Uh, Here's the thing. That community may already exist, and you just need to find it by asking around, especially asking your pastor. But it's possible that it doesn't exist, and you are the one who's called to start it. Yeah, and that's very important. Now, there's always a danger, of course, of getting kind of siloed into uh, uh, right-thinking individuals in that way. But at the same time, you need to have that support. You need a community that's going to support this effort and make it really a a mission in your parish because it, it's heavy lifting. Yep, it is. It is. Um, what? How can we make this concrete for people? Do, do you think, Father? Like, you're gonna, if you're going to start a group um, or if you're going to join a group, concretely, what are some actionable things they could do? Well, I I don't know if it's per se. I mean, it depends on the group. Okay. You know, it depends on like if it's a prayer group. Well, then you go and you pray with people at the prayer group. Right. If it's a study group, then you go and you study with people at the study group. If it's a work group, you know, uh, some things of charity. Knights of Columbus, Catholic daughters can be great little areas to maybe form a group within them and to transform them. So it doesn't always have to be like the, we're the parish evangelization team. Right. Uh, pet. <laughs> and uh, we're your favorite pet. Uh, but it could be any of those organizations just, start to put that okay well how do we invite others into it right and just having that invitation mindset uh concrete action who have we invited recently how have we grown yep right yep very good um i would also say by the way uh something if, if you want to encourage evangelization in your parish let your pastor know <laughs> talk right. to your priest let him know you have this desire he might have he might know for the group for you to join he might have something for you to get involved with something like that but speak with your pastor about uh your desire and see uh what he might have to share with you yeah he might know what's he hopefully knows what's going on in the dynamics of the parish life and can speak into that and give those directions and hopefully father is looking for someone like you is looking for your energy enthusiasm and vision in that way to to put it to work uh in that regard amen uh final thoughts father uh we need it this is a large shift that the church is undergoing as a whole, shifting from just the idea of maintaining institutions for their own sake mm-hmm. to this idea of uh, be more focused, more deliberate, more purposeful about being inviting mm. in that way. Um, and that's not to disparage anything. It passes just kind of an epochal change right. uh, in response to changes in culture and changes in how people are being raised. So we have to learn as a church and as individuals how we can be more about inviting others to live their Catholic faith. And I would just say as we wrap up, um, you are not alone in this. Jesus himself is the first, the primary evangelist. And this is ultimately all about him, not about you. And that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, or tweet at us, sfdiocese, use the hashtag Ignition with any questions or ideas for future episodes. And until next time, dear listeners, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. 
click on media and then audio files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition Podcast in the iTunes store. Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.